the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. Lundy, we got Steelers. We got Vikings playoff implications on the line for both of these teams. They're trying to keep their head above water in their respective conferences. Minnesota is laying three with a total of 43. And some of the books have it at three and a half. Yarrow, Captain Oak, me matey's coming in. So let's do this. Let's say the consensus right out, which is honestly three and a half so if you do have the hook available to you at your favorite sports book London do you think it's going to come into play give me a game score prediction my man no we will kick captain hook to the curb uh or off the plank or I don't know whatever <laughs> analogy it is that we want to do into the deep uh- I do not believe the hook will come into play in this one, and I am really glad to see the total coming down because I am on the over uh, with the total in this one. And so the fact that it has gone from 45 and a half down to 43 and a half, uh, which is what we see it at this morning. So I'm definitely on the over. My final score prediction is 27-21 Minnesota. Oh, so you're going to take the Vikings to cover. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I am not. Look, everybody I'm... keeps everybody keeps going, oh, you know, all Minnesota ever does is is play games by a field goal. That's I, true. I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm not buying into this Steelers team. I think the Vikings yeah. have quit on their coach. I mean, I, I think both of these teams are in a world of hurt. And so at the end of the day, I'm going, you know what? I'll take the home team in this one. I'll take the quarterback that has actually shown that his arm still works um, <laughs> in, in Kirk Cousins. And so I, I'm going to roll with Minnesota, and I'm going to take them to, to win it by six. I'm feeling a little chicken noodle soup and been, been uh, Roethlisberger and that noodly arm tonight. So, I look, I got a 24-23. I, I think it's going to be nip and tuck. I think it's going to come down the final position. I think it's going to be one on the leg of Minnesota's kicker, and that's going to be all she wrote, uh, similar to much of the contests that Minnesota's been involved in this year. But I'm with you on the over. I think it will be a higher-scoring affair than uh, what the odds makers are giving credit to here because the defenses, oh, they are no bueno across the board. I think that's going to play in to what we're going to talk about right now. Bartender, pour us another edition on this hashtag tequila Thursday of the Fade Five. Number five. Props, props, some more player props. Uh, that's what we always feature here on Thursday night football editions of the Fade the Noise podcast. And the first one I got on my card tonight, Lundy, Pat Fryermuth under 16 and a half yards, longest catch, minus 115. Pull this one from DraftKings Sportsbook. Just too bullish of a number, especially for a guy that is tight in 32 in yards per target at 6.2, tight in 21, and completed air yards on this season. He's only been over this number uno, dos, trace, three times, and to get Anthony Barr and Kendricks back in that linebacker core. So for the first time in a long time, uh, this Minnesota Vikings linebacker unit should be back at full strength. And on top of that, Minnesota's allowed the 11th fewest yards to the tight end position. So, Fryermuth, uh, 16 and a half yards, longest catch. Uh, I don't think he can get there. I, he may have one for like 10 yards max in this game. And so, likely nickel and dime again with that T Rex armed addition of Ben Roethlisberger in his advanced age at quarterback. So, fade or follow, Fryermuth under 16.5 yards, longest catch, minus 115 at DK. Right, just crack open the can of Campbell's soup. I mean, look, <laughs> there's no, there's nothing left in that arm, man. I'm, I just, I'm not seeing it. 
I'm not seeing. It reminds me of like Peyton's last year, right? When oh, it was wounded just, ducks galore. Absolutely. Uh, I just I get the feeling that that's kind of where Roethlisberger is right now. I wonder if in his head he's like, yeah, I probably should have probably should have hung it up uh, before <laughs> I did this one. Uh, but hey, one more year, one more paycheck. Uh, why not? Um, so I'll take the under uh, on this one with uh, Fryermuth. But by the way, I'll remind you yesterday uh, on the program, I said that my favorite anytime touchdown in this game uh, was, in fact, Pat Fryermuth. And, and yep. people, people, listen up. Uh, that that anytime touchdown prop for Pat Fryermuth, Brad, for example, at BetMGM, plus 110. At DraftKings, plus 190. Nice. Make sure you're... Make sure you're paying attention to where you're making your bets, folks. Always shop around. And in the case of Lundy, always fade Ben Roethlisberger. Number four. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Ben Roethlisberger's favorite to target. That is Deontay Johnson. A man's got fly trap for hands. And I'm going to take the over on six and a half catches for him. Uh, minus 114 right now at FanDuel Sportsbook. It's puzzling. That's this low. I honestly thought this number was going to come out a tick higher at seven and a half. Uh, you look at Johnson this season, just a mammoth target share. 30.2% of the team looks 10.9 per game he's been over this in four consecutive. Minnesota has allowed the 10th most receptions to the wide receiver position. Eight wideouts have hauled in at least seven balls against this secondary of the season. And you might say, well, Evans, they're getting Patrick Peterson back. Man, he is an empty husk empty vessel of what he once was, giving up uh, close to a 64% catch rate and north of 100 passer rating to his assignment. So Deontay Johnson uh, will eat in the short to intermediate field, as he always does when the sharpest route runners in the game. I'm taking that over and confidently so on the six and a half receptions, minus 114 at FanDuel. Lundy, fade or follow. It's like standing in the aisle at the grocery store, Brad. Uh, uh, Roethlisberger's on one end of the soup aisle. Uh, Deontay Johnson's <laughs> at the other. Ben grabs himself that can of chicken noodle soup that we've talked about, and he just sort of underhands it. Uh, <laughs> it's right a good the thing aisle. because that could do some damage. Uh, right. It was hurled at a high velocity. Yeah. Do, are you catching the theme to today's yes. program, yes. folks? I, I just want to make sure everybody's paying attention. Uh, yes, I'll take the over with this one. Pay attention to uh, everybody's favorite targets. Uh, that is where you want to go, especially late in the season here. You get some of these quarterbacks that have definitely built their rapport, who they trust, who they know they can get the ball to. Uh, you're exactly right about Patrick Peterson. Uh, so six and a half, I'll take the over in this one. I actually think he finishes with eight. That could be approaching ten when it's all said and done. Make some dollars with Deontay. Number three. All right, moving and grooving here. Let's work in a Minnesota Vikings player prop and uh, talk about the man that drinks only White Claws. And uh, when it comes to gender reveals, uh, oftentimes is off target uh, with that memorable video from a couple of years ago. That's Kirk Cousins. Captain Kirk, give me the over on 252.5 pass yards, minus 115 at Caesars Sportsbook. You look at Cousins, he's been over this in seven games this season and three of his last four. And the Steelers, uh, give it up right around this number, 252.0 pass yards per game. So that's why you can tell what's in the sausage and how they came up with this. Uh, this algo, uh, 7.56 YPA as well is what the Steelers have allowed. But, you know, Cousins, when you got Justin Jefferson, now I, I know he's going to be down Adam Thielen. K.J. Osborne's going to take his place, but Tyler Conklin could step up to the forefront. Uh, it sounded like we make it Dalvin Cook back. He's obviously got a depth hands out of the backfield. Uh, you pull it all together, he's got enough weapons in the field, and he's number five in completed air yards. So, 
I'm taking the over. I think it's going to be in the 260 to 265 range when it is all said and done. So, Lundy, fade or follow. Kirk Cousins over 252.5 pass yards. Again, minus 115 at Caesars. Do you suppose Kirk uh, in his headset, like they they tell him what play they want him to run, and he just looks over at the sideline and shakes his head like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this team I think is quit on on Zimmer. Um, it, 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 same thing the Broncos are doing with Fangio. Um, I'm going to take the over with this one because I think Cousins is just going to uh, is just going to air it out and have some fun in this game. It's part of the reason why I like the over um, mm. in in this contest. I think the I think these teams are going to try to throw it. Uh, both quarterbacks are. So I'm going to take the over. I'm with you. I think he finishes 260, 265. All righty, with that, stick around for our top plays on Thursday Night Football, plus action and other sports in bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get back to TNF here and talk about the workhorse, uh, the guy that is pulling the sled all day long. Uh, and a heavy pallet of bricks on that sled, too. And he just keeps on ticking a licking and keeps on ticking uh, like the old Timex watch uh, commercials. And that's Najee Harris. Uh, and I'm over on 101.5 combined rush receive yards minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, this uh, total has come down, Lundy. Uh, it was as high as 107.5 uh, when it opened and is is pump, plummeted. And uh, it really kind of inexplicably so because this is a superb Paper matchup, and here's what we know about Harris. He is number one in opportunity share, getting 86% of the workload. He has been over this number six times this season, though he has been under in four of his last five. Actually, excuse me, three of his last five he has been under. But Minnesota, 10th most fantasy points allowed to the position. He break it down to a granular level. They're giving up 101.0 just rush yards per game. Just rush. And we know how prominent of a role uh, Harris has as a pass catcher. Minnesota also giving up 4.46 yards per carry. And five RBs have hit 102 in combined yardage. So, high-volume guy. Great matchup, Blundy. It only points one direction, and that is on the over 101.5 combined. Rush-receive yards for Najee Harris. Minus 115 at DraftKings. What do you say? Fade or follow? Oh, we're following. We're going over on this one. Forgiving on the ground, and you just said it. I think he can uh, rack up the yards catching it out of the backfield as well, which will make this number uh, very nice. Obviously, I like the fact that it's come down because of, obviously, you and I are both on the over. So when you see yourself get a little six-yard cushion uh, in terms of how the line has moved since it came out, yeah, I'm going to jump on this one. They've got to have him be involved uh, in some form or fashion. And He's just a he's a he's a truck, man. He's, he's a just beast. a workhorse. It's he's a lot of fun to watch. He and Javante Williams I've really enjoyed so far this season because they're backs that can do a little bit of everything, but they're also backs that um, <clears throat> they just they, they they run angry, right? As yeah. Kyle Brandt would tell yeah. us. Yeah, uh, absolutely. They, they, just, they run angry, and I like that. I like running backs that do that, that have got that kind of force, and I think Najee Harris can do it. Uh, and one hundred and one, easy number for him to hit. Hulk smash the over on rush receive yards, Mr. Harris. Number one. Ah, last and certainly not least, my top play on the board tonight. Give me the over on Chase Claypool, 55 or 52.5, excuse me, receiving yards minus 114 at FanDuel Sportsbook. You look at the last three games, 93, 82, and then 52 right at that number. Now, truth be told, I got this when it opened at 51 and a half. But again, I'm not intimidated by the, you know, slight movement here. Uh, northbound at the 52 and a half line. He's averaging 16.9 yards per catch. He's number 
17 in air yards percentage this season, number 14 in total deep targets. I know that Ben, Big Ben's got that raggedy arm, but he will take those occasional deep shots. And Claypool, with his leaping ability, his length, his separation skills uh, up the left uh, sideline, I think is going to be able to haul in probably half this number in one catch. Uh, and you look at this secondary in Minnesota, 19 wide receivers have reached 53 yards against them this season, and he's going to get a lot of Bashad Breland uh, as Deontay Johnson will be going up against Patrick Peterson. Breland giving up a 113.5 passer rating to his assignment. So, Lundy, you got a cannonball splash at the clay pool. Again, I like him for an anytime touchdown, too, a plus 210, as we discussed yesterday. So, I'm going to double down here with the receiving yards. Hell, maybe he gets, uh, uh, you know, a, a single play payday where he finds the end zone. Uh, and then, you know, cashes in maybe on a second or third catch on this over as well. So fade or follow Claypool over 52.5 receiving yards, minus 114 at FanDuel. I am on board. Let's jump in the pool. Somebody get me a drink with a nice little blue umbrella. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I, I again, I like this number. I think it's enough of a cushion that um, uh, that he's got some space that if he does a couple of short ones, that's fine. But if he can break a longer one, if he can get you something that is up in the teens, the low 20s, um, he's the kind of guy that can do that. So at 52, when you can pull in, you know, almost half of it on one catch. Um, when I see guys like that, I'm, I'm going to jump on the number. I think it's too low. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, there's some other soft numbers, or at least some that warrants action out there, Lundy. It's bonus time. What else you got for me? Well, I want to go back. I'm going to keep reminding folks, uh, Pat Fryermuth, over uh, anytime touchdown, <laughs> but shop around. Find yourself a very favorable number. Uh, on the ice tonight, we've got 10. Count them. All 10 fingers. Oh 10 goodness. games. Uh, on the schedule tonight, uh, but I will not allow the podcast to ramble on. I will simply give you two picks. Uh, Anaheim is in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. Take the over in this one. The Blue Jackets average 3.8 goals at home. Uh, the Ducks average 3.2 on the road. Add that together, and that's seven, folks. Uh, so I'm expecting them to uh, obliterate this five-and-a-half number. <clears throat> Wouldn't surprise me at all if they don't finish with a seven or eight total by the time it's all done. So take the over. Uh, between the Blue Jackets and the Ducks in Columbus, and then take Minnesota on the road on the money line. Wouldn't surprise me if they actually beat San Jose in regulation, uh, but the money line is not too bad. It's only a minus 145. Maybe pair it together with another pick that you like, uh, even cross-sport it up. Only three games in the NBA tonight, but um, when I look at uh, what the Wild can do, especially uh, on the road, I think they can take care of San Jose, so give that to me on the money line. So a couple picks on the ice to cool things off. Uh Oh, brilliant. I love it. Let's make some cash there in the NHL. All right, let's go to the NBA. I faded Russell Westbrook earlier this week, and he burned the living hell out of me. So redemption time for your boy here. I'm going to go back to the Westbrook well. Uh, the Lake Show taking on Memphis. A pretty big game, actually, tonight. And I'm going to take the over on 16.5 combined assists and rebounds. Uh, these two teams faced uh, back in late October. In that game, seven boards and 13 dimes for Westbrook. Uh, I'm now no math major, but that's 20. Lundy, I can count. 
Uh, so he crushed this over in that prior meeting. He's been under this, though, in four consecutive games, but you break it down at a granular level. Uh, Memphis, fourth most assists per game allowed. However, they give it up the 10th fewest rebounds per game this season. So I think it's going to be around 17, 18 combined assists and boards. So again, give me that over on 16 and a half in those categories for Russell Westbrook. And let's go to the college basketball circuit. Give me the Cyclones of Iowa State. The line has moved all over the place. Uh, it's been as low as four. It's been as high as five. I got it at four and a half. So we're going to stick with that and split the difference. Uh, a battle of the Hawkeye State as Fram McCaffrey, and he's probably already smoldering, simmering, getting ready to boil over at some point uh, due to some officiating or his team's bad play. Uh, but he's going into Hilton Coliseum with the Iowa Hawkeyes, a battle Iowa State, and, and I like the home team here. It's just too many points. Iowa State has been one of the surprise sensations of this early college basketball season. Uh, very good defensively. Number 32 in effective field goal percentage D in the country. Uh, they have forced the six most turnovers this year. Now, Iowa's got a ton of savvy ball handlers, but the key in this game will be the perimeter because Iowa can really hurt you with the long balls. But Iowa State only giving up 26.5% along the arc, and we know how leaky and generous Iowa is defensively. Uh, always are under Fran McCaffrey, and this season no different. Number 95 in the nation in adjusted offensive efficiency. So Jackson, Clousher, Brockington, Grill, uh, if they start raining threes inside Hilton, uh, that magic, I think, could come to the forefront. So don't be surprised if the Cyclones take this game straight up, but again, I'll take them at plus four and a half. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Uh, should I work in another wager? Nah, nah, I don't think I got anything else. The only thing no, I would no, say about no, this. No. Come on, come on. The you only thing I would say about this. Can't do the just the tip trick, Brad. Yeah, just to see how it feels. Do, if you're gonna tease like that, yeah. it means you got well, something else on the brain. Here's the here's deal. Uh, at tape time, Dalvin Cook is ruining our day. Because there is a chance he may play tonight, and it's trending in that direction. They're going to test him out pregame. If Dalvin Cook goes, uh, I'm not touching anything, all right? But if Mike Zimmer and company come to their senses and decide, hey, you know what? Uh, we've got a viable backup who just racks up 100 combined yard games in the absence of our all pro Dalvin, take the week off. We want to get you at 100% for next week's game. We're going to ride Alexander Madison. If Mike Zimmer decides to do that and Madison gets the start and Cook is inactive, I'll take the over on anything. Madison tonight. <laughs> because Pittsburgh has been a sieve defensively in the trenches here these last several weeks. So that's it. That's what was on my mind. Just want to get that out there. Monitor that situation closely. You probably won't see a line until about 90 minutes before kickoff tonight when the full and actor support for Thursday Night Football is released. Now that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly, if you enjoy this podcast. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.